message in a bottle, a place to hear the Devar Ruach Elohim, or Word of the Spirit of God. During each episode, we will listen to a prophecy, together we will judge the prophecy, and collectively we will respond to that prophecy. We will also delve into topics around how to listen, test, discern, interpret, and apply prophecy. Welcome back to Message in a Bottle. This is Jeff, and I'm in studio with Steve. Hi, Jeff. And David. Hey. And before we get into today's episode on harvesters, I want to turn the the mic and the floor over to Steve to to share a little bit about how we're going to approach these. So today we're going to approach what do we do with a prophecy and how do we evaluate it or embrace it, judge it. Uh, One of the things and guidelines is before we receive a prophecy, we really need to determine, is this word from the Lord? So we use in Prophetic Mentoring, Oak Tree Ministries, uh, the Genesis 41 chapter format between Joseph and Pharaoh. Uh, Quickly, Pharaoh has a dream. Nobody can interpret it. Uh, But they find Joseph in in a dungeon. They bring him up, clean him up. And the Pharaoh says, look, everything rides on your head. Uh, Will you interpret my dream? Pharaoh reads the dream to Joseph and has lots of imagery. I'm not going to go into that. Uh, And Joseph does say, by the Lord, I can interpret your dream. So Joseph interprets the dream from the leading of the Holy Spirit. And from that, uh, he is able to determine uh, what does it mean. So when we get a revelation, before it's prophecy, you get a download. That's called a revelation. If you choose to share it, give it, that has to qualify for a prophecy. So if you choose to hold it to yourself, all you have was a spiritual revelation. Uh, If you choose to share it, say it out loud or or write it down, uh, you are then in the mode of prophesying and releasing it. So the next step is, how did you receive it? You don't have to go into detail. You you can say, I see this, or I hear that. You don't have to describe, I was on the 12th day of the 12th hour in this position. No, you don't share how the revelation came to you by the Spirit. You are speaking, and prophecy is speaking on behalf of God. You are sharing what has been revealed, not how the revelation has come. Um, so the next step that we do is is that all the revelation is is what are we seeing and what are we hearing? Interpretation, Joseph gives interpretation what the corn means and what the gaunt cows mean. And uh, this represents, because there's seven of them, there's seven good years, there's seven poor years, there's seven lean uh, years with the corn, there's seven plump years. And so we go into a section of a strong Uh, prophetic word that it should have revelation, interpretation, and application. Interpretation really is, what does this that I'm seeing mean? And asking of the Lord, not trying to interpret it yourself, not trying to interpret it naturally, but what does this mean? And so when the prophetic is coming in the download, in the revelatory mode, you can begin to ask God questions, just speaking to Him with your mind, going, Lord, what does this mean? 
Uh, and then the, the, the second part, or the third part, is what's called an application grouping, and that is, what are we to do? And Joseph said, go find a wise man to the Pharaoh, and this wise man should be gathering up grain and putting it in storehouses for the seven good years, because there's seven lean years that are coming, so that Egypt, and actually the, the large continent of Africa, wouldn't perish, uh, and the Middle East. So we see that um, this provision of putting things in storehouse, this is an application. What are we going to do with this? What, what is the revelatory, the interpretation, and now what is the application? Now, all three of these groups need to be judged, examined. Are these words from the Lord? And so what we do is we put them in these groups, and are we hearing the voice of God in this? Or did some teaching get mixed into here, or some natural process got mixed into here? And then the last grouping is, what do we do to respond to this? To me, this is a great act of faith, but this is not the prophecy. This is actually in response to getting a good prophecy. And when it's determined that these groups are good, uh, and if we find things that aren't, we just scratch through them, once we get a collective that this is of the Lord, then we can then build a response that comes next. Okay. Any question? No, I think that was an awesome explanation. Yeah, good. Really good. Um, so let me let me dive into the revelation. This one's called Harvesters. I am feeling the Spirit of the Lord saying to us today, start quote, My beloved, I love you. There are things I want you to move out of. End quote. I perceive that the Lord is also saying, start quote, over the last year, it has been hard for many of you to find hope. I want to restore your hope and your ability to hope. I want you to open your eyes and your ears. I am moving. I want you to pay attention. There are signs. I want you to know what's going to happen. I will bring a revival that will bring restoration and reformation, end quote. In this case, that was, there was some hearing and some perception involved. I also was picking up on some feelings with that, um, but bottom line comes down to that's pretty kind of straightforward to me. I didn't feel like there was any kind of masked language in that. Well, let's let's judge a little bit of this revelation. My beloved, I love you. That's scriptural, and that's the way the Lord talks to us. So right here we see a, a tag of Jesus that's there. And uh, the next thing is, is that you're revealing that the Lord wants to move us out of a place. Um, this word, I perceive, um, can be used as they didn't hear, they didn't see, they really have picked up on a, I like to call it a vibration of the Holy Spirit. Because some people pick up a weight, some people pick up a, an unction in their, uh, in like a, the top of their stomach, uh, like a growling. Um, others have picked up um, pressure changes, hot to cold or cold to hot, they get goosebumps. Uh, these are pressure changes. But this this sense that it is not the five physical senses that you're picking up. Mm -hmm. It is, and we like to use it in oak tree, we perceive because we want to move you away from the five physical senses. 
but your body and your spirit are picking up a move of the spirit, but it's not by seeing or, or by hearing. You're, you're perceiving something that's going by you. Um, and from this perception, we, we're addressing something of going to the past and bringing it all the way to the, to the present. And this is an area where you need to judge and say, is this of the Lord? And um, we can quickly judge, is this something that is um, addressing a specific issue? And, and the Lord is addressing this specific issue, and is this an issue that we have? And we can quickly say, yes, we have this issue. So it's got, kind of like a word of knowledge. You can either say yes or no to it uh, and, and what's yep. there. Yep. And then... The other thing, and I'm just going to tie this uh, back to my beloved and I love you, anything that's determined as a word of encouragement is the easiest thing to judge because encouragement is of the Lord. So it's a yes. Quickly said, boom. So there are several steps in judging revelation, interpretation, application of a prophetic word. There are some easy steps here, and one of them is the Lord is talking about a character of God, which is hope. So we can easily see your enemy is not going to talk about hope. He's going to talk about fear, doubt, killing, stealing, destroying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're, we are addressing something that's of a God characteristic. Mm-hmm. So this is an, another area that when we're looking, uh, we're not quoting Scripture all the time. We are looking and speaking things that address the Lord's character. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. I, I see some scriptural re- evidence of this. Um, yeah, Ezekiel prophesying to the bones, right? That is all about restoring hope. So to me, I see some scriptural evidence of God wanting to reignite any hope that has been deferred or lost, right? He wants to restore that. But then the next section, I'm also seeing that he wants our eyes and our ears open and he wants us to pay attention to what he's up to, what he's doing. So to me, again, just from a pure judging standpoint, I'm pretty positive that that's, that's scriptural also, right? He's wanting us to pay attention to what he's up to because he wants to do it with us. Right, and this could be uh, overlapped with application because it requires—this is a condition. The Lord is asking— and directing us to be open with our eyes and to be open with our ears. Mm. Are we looking for this hope? Are we seeking this hope? So let's read through the interpretation. I've been alert and praying for revival. I'm not seeing it yet, although I have seen glimmers. I can see that the Lord is moving. He is definitely moving. We have seen this within our family When the fruit is so ripe, it's falling off the trees, it's clear harvesters are needed. I don't, and this is me personally saying this for myself, Jeff says, I don't want to only be a witness, but I want to be a harvester. So in this interpretation, what does it mean? It it has to line up with the revelation. What does it mean to the revelation? Um, in, this, in this area, um, 
I know Jeff gave this prophet prophetic word. There's a little bit of him sharing how he's getting this, and there's a little bit of him sharing um, his expectation uh, of what's there. But even in that uh, area of, of reflectance, uh, the word of the Lord is we need harvesters. This is the interpretation. Um, you could cut out all the things of, I've been alert and praying for this. I'm not seeing it yet, although I've seen glimmers. I can see that the Lord is moving. Mm-hmm. Um, all of this can be cut through because the prophecy is supposed to be God speaking through the servant, um, not how the servant is processing the prophecy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the words that really come out here that's clear is harvesters are needed. And the Lord is moving, but the Lord continually moves. Uh, so that that is just encouragement. So this is how I would cut all that down to say this is judged as a, uh, as a God word. Uh, and I got I, Jeff right here in the studio no, looking at me. I like where you're going because the, the bottom line is the revelation is this. God wants to restore our hope. He's, he is letting us know he is he is bringing a revival, restoration, and reformation. That's the revelation. I'm restoring hope, bringing revival, reformation, right, and restoration. And the interpretation of all that is God needs us to be harvesters. And he's going to build that hope in us to become harvesters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is the part of the interpretation. I'm ready to move the application. Okay, I'll read that. I decree for myself and my family that we say yes, we will be filled with hope. Father, thank you for restoring hope. Whatever that looks like, fill me with hope. Fill us with hope. Father, since I need trust to hope, also fill me with trust. Fill me with all the things I cannot be without you. Fill me with that too. I decree that we will see your goodness your kind and your kindness. I decree that we will see your kingdom come and manifest before us. I prophesy that you rise up and be good witnesses and be a good harvester. I see this paragraph more as a response mm-hmm. to what that which has been given prophetically. Mm-hmm. I go back to the revelation and break out that the application is, is I want you to open your eyes and your ears I'm moving. I want you to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yep. And from that, if we put that into the application section, this is really the response. This is the response by faith. I really like the response by faith. Um, but this is what we do after we've determined it's a good prophecy. The strength of this prophecy, keep the first paragraph. We need we need harvesters. Move, I want open your eyes and your ears. I'm moving, and I want you to pay attention down into the application area. And judging this, this is me judging it, I find this a good prophecy from what I've just shared. Mm -hmm. Then I would take that and say, this is of the Lord. Now what is my response? I don't just quickly go to a response if I can't determine that which is of the Lord. Because if it's not of the Lord, you should scratch it out. If it's evil, just scratch through it. Yep, yep. Um, I mean, sometimes we can actually take a demonic word from the demonic 
And actually, you can reverse engineer it. I'll have to give Graham Cook this because it was given to me that way. You just do the flip. If, a law, if, if the enemy <laughs> says that you're not loved, guess what? I'm loved. You're loved. That's if, right. if, if the enemy says nobody likes you, then do the flip. People like you. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes, too, I think we have to recognize that this, like, this could be a, this is a word from the Lord. I'm going to say it could be, it is a word from the Lord. But we also, a lot of times, get mixture. And what I mean by mixture uh, is a lot of times we get a bit of the, our own humanity mixed in with the word of the Lord. And that's another area that you kind of have to discern through mm-hmm. and look at uh, when you're judging a prophecy or whatever. Okay, this is really the word of the Lord. This, I believe, is kind of what you're thinking, feeling that you're adding to it or correct, or this part of it. it in this case, I, I'll be honest with the listeners. I, I did not want to publish this. I didn't want to write it up. I didn't want to podcast it. Um, I wish I could retract it because I didn't like it for the very reason that you just said, David. I felt like there was way too much of me mixed in. It wasn't. It wasn't precise. It wasn't clear. There was. It, it was. It just felt like it wasn't clear and clean. God. Well, scripturally, it says we know in part and we prophesy in part. Yeah. Um, a lot of people will operate that way of just knowledge. But here's the other side of knowing in part. The presence of the Holy Spirit's in you, and you are in you. And so we're dealing with righteousness and selfishness, all right? And God wants to speak through that. And so we go back to 1 Thessalonians. Paul says for us to um, rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. And then most people stop. And then the next verse says, do not quench the Holy Spirit, and do not despise prophesy. And then folks stop after that. And then the next scripture says, prove all things, hold fast to that which is good, abstain from evil. Well, evil is right before, in the verse before, rejoice evermore. So Paul keeps all of this in context, and why prophecy has gotten a bad rap is, we stop after prophesying, and we don't prove that which is good. Mm. If we don't prove that which is good, and the only thing that is good is God, if we can't prove that it's of God, then we shouldn't be holding fast to it. Mm, so the scripture verses on how they, how the, the Apostle Paul is teaching us how to deal with prophecy, there's a lot of folks that know the truth, but they don't like prophecy because prophecy isn't being verified to the truth to find out if it's good. That's what we're doing here when we're judging. We're just looking for that which is good, that which is of the Lord. Uh, So you can hear my passion in my voice, and it's gone up. Uh, The thing is, is we're trying to determine, or I like to say it this way, we're discerning of spirit. Mm -hmm. When a prophesier speaks, am I hearing the spirit of the Lord, or am I hearing the spirit of Steve? Am I hearing the spirit of the Lord, or am I hearing Steve's teachings? Am I hearing Steve's Past successes. Are you hearing Steve's warnings, or do you hear the voice of the Lord? So when we listen for a prophetic to a prophecy, we're looking and listening for the voice of the Lord. I think, too, what's important is for you it didn't feel right, you know, going in, in all that you said. But this is the beautiful part about it is you still submitted it for 
and, and in judging it, we go, oh, yeah, this is a thus saith the Lord. And, and I've, I've heard people who get up and say, thus saith the Lord, and they give that rattle off a prophecy, blah, blah, blah. And I always say, it's a not thus saith the Lord until it's been judged. Yeah. Amen. You know, I yeah. think it has to be judged before you can say thus saith the Lord. The other thing I would say in that is that that these are the that you were saying in here. It's the desire of your heart to see revival and so forth. That's the desire. That's that spirit desire. That guess who put it into you? Right. That's part of that spiritual faculty of desire, not your natural desire that you just kind of accumulated, but it's your spiritual desire that overflows into your natural. And so, of course, what would come out of that desire in you uh, but the word of the Lord? And God knew, God knew what to tickle in order to get that word out. It's difficult for folks that prophesy to move from revelation to, to prophecy uh, because we want people to understand where we're coming from. And so um, the misnomer is, if you knew me better, you would love me more. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not necessarily true. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> so here, I'll take you out of the equation. This prophesier is not only prophesying, they're flowing in the Spirit. But when we come back to an, analyze this to hold that which is good, we're looking for the words of the Lord, Right? So it's got nothing to do with the prophesier, right? Even though you don't like how you, you know, did this, uh, and we can always improve. But the but the openness to flow, um, yes, there's a lot of spiritual revelation here. There's a lot of flowing in the spirit, and I believe this is part of building in the spirit classes. You share a lot about how you flow in the spirit. And prophecy gets mixed into this. So I'm going to quote something from Diane Pettit. Moving in all the spiritual gifts are messy. A miracle is messy. A lot of times healings are messy. Mm-hmm. And prophesying is messy. Mm-hmm. It can be all over the place. Mm-hmm. The thing is, yep. with elders in place that don't have to prophesy, we need those people that can prove that which is good. So we need people that understand the Scripture. We need people to understand the characteristics of God. We also need people to know the motive of Jesus in the heart of the Lord. And these are the things that we can now determine through discerning of Spirit, that which is of the Lord. And then embrace that prophecy as a word from the Lord, not the word of the Lord, but a word from the Lord. Let's bless the listeners. Father, I just bless those that are listening and in this room with a a spirit of of wisdom and understanding in all of these things, Father. Um, There's so much, it it can sound complex, but I just pray that you would just in your beautifully simple kind of a way, would just bring an impartation and an understanding in all of these things, and that you would would bless those listening, uh, Father, with a with just a heart for the harvest, a heart to to see truly uh, people brought in, and that you would you would just move over their lives, Lord, with such a shalom that hope would rise up within them, that 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 expectation 
that you're good and that you are coming through, Father, for them in their lives. Father, we just are grateful for your son and the outpouring that he's been able to do through the Spirit. And I bless the people with the eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to perceive the things of God, because the Spirit of God is moving within you. And we just call for the excitement that you, Holy Spirit, through the thanksgiving and rejoicing, uh, you want to speak. And we just call for these words to come up and to come through the people and just be able to write them down, journal them, uh, or record them digitally so that the Spirit of the Lord can bless not just the, the receiver, but those that are in the kingdom of God and those that will be in the kingdom of God. We just thank you, Father, for this blessing that we can flow in the gift of prophecy, word of knowledge, word of faith, and word of wisdom, and tie this up to the glory of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We sure would appreciate your feedback. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please click like or rate us with five stars. Be sure to leave a comment. If you have not already subscribed, please do that and turn alerts on. This way you'll automatically know when we release our next installment. You have our permission to share this podcast. If you would like a written version of this episode, you can find a link to our blog in the episode description.